that stands out as far as when you watch AEW, whether it's Dark, Elevation, or even Dynamite, she is the hot, famous redhead that we have that appears on our show on a weekly basis. Everyone, please welcome Kylan King. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I just want to say that you know, since we started talking at AEW and I was coming on as a guest and you were appearing, you were just one of my favorites that stood out from Aww. all the extras that, that come to AEW on a weekly basis. And I just, I wanted to have you on my show because I just think the world of you and I'm rooting for you to see what AEW is going to do as far as signing you and what their plans are. But I thought, hey, I have my podcast. I have my own show. I'm going to highlight her and let's get the word out about Kylie King. Oh, you're the best, Becky. Thank you so much. That means everything. Yeah. Oh, I just, uh, you're very welcome. You are the famous redhead on AEW. <laughs> known as not only just a beautiful woman, but you are um, holding the majestic title of King, which I thought was pretty incredible how you use that gimmick to portray your character. Uh, yeah. Tell us how that, that has been for you. You know, in a man's world, you call yourself king, and but you're the woman. And how has that been for you? You've gotten swag. Has that helped you? What What's the thought behind that, that gimmick? So um, when I first started wrestling, I actually called myself the queen of crazy. Um, I was a little bit more eccentric. I walked around with the stuff funny. And uh, yeah, so I just called myself the queen of crazy. And it was fun for a while, but it didn't 100% make sense. So I went with it, but then eventually I was like, like something's missing. And like, it's fun, but it doesn't feel 100% right. So it was shortly after I got to AEW, I started like brainstorming and I was like, why, why am I calling myself the queen of crazy when I literally was born with the last name King? Like from birth, I've been a king and growing up, my brothers and I like we always had like this inside joke, like, like, oh yeah, it's cause I'm the king. Like, like it's, there's a little bit more to it than that, but like, it was just like an inside joke that we would always say like, and so I just said to myself, you know what? I gotta stop calling myself the queen when I'm the king. And as a woman in 2021, who's fighting for equal rights and very much a feminist, like it just made sense to kind of have that, that podium where it's like, okay, yes, it's, it's a play on words, but also it's a bit of a stance for women in wrestling. Um, yeah, and so ever since that, and, and it's felt much more natural. I feel like a little bit more of this strong side has come out with me. And I even wanna say maybe a little bit too like cockiness sometimes in the right moments. So yeah, I think it's definitely brought out a different side in me, a lot more confidence. And my family loves it. They love hearing myself call me, my, me calling myself the king of professional wrestling. So they love it. Start before AEW. Um, because I knew you was Kylan King when I went to AEW. Uh, or how long has that been in effect, you know, with your indies and, and as far as you starting with AEW? Uh, wait, say that again. You kept cutting in and out. Like how how um, how soon did you start using Kylan King? Was it a few years back or was it just recently? Oh, the name Kylan King. I, I've used that since day one. So um, Kylan... Uh, was it was in my family it was a family name so I was like when I was trying to brainstorm like um, you know, what do I want to call myself I kept coming up with all these names from like video games and stuff like that and I'm like that's cool I was like but I, it just doesn't feel right so um, 
uh, yeah, so I remembered that like we had that family name and I was like, that's a really cool name. You don't hear it that often. And then I just wanted to stay true to my roots. So I decided to just keep the king and obviously it worked out for me. So yeah, I've had it since, since day one. And then I used to play it off where it was like king and queen, but then I was like, nah, I'm just, I'm just the king. Just the king. That's awesome. Now, where did you wrestle to, um, to get your wrestling experience? Where'd you start training? Uh, so I started training at Team 3D back in 2016, I want to say it was. Um, I was there for like two and a half years, maybe maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, and then after that, I kind of I kind of was just out in the Indies a while, training with whoever I could get with, going to seminars and stuff like that. And then uh, this past year and a half, I've been at Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum uh, training with him. So uh, and it's been really cool getting to train with Gang Girl because it's, it's a very different experience than what I had at 3D. 3D was just like figuring out who I was and learning the basics and learning psychology. But with Gang Girl, it's because I've already gone through the basics. Now with him, it's just like, this is how you bring the intensity out more. This is how you bring the realism. This is, you know, why do all this stuff when you can just hit this and like have your moment right there. So it's been really, really cool. And like, I always say like, it's crazy to look back because I remember watching all these guys growing up and I've gotten to train under Bubba and Devon, oh Billy God. Gunn, which Billy is like one of my favorite people in this world and uh, gang girl. And it's like, I just remember like, looking at these guys when I was younger, like larger than live. And now it's just like, I see them on the weekly and they're, they're some of my closest uh, role models, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. yeah. Now, now at AEW, you know, we had women's uh, training that we do before, you know, the, our yeah. day starts at AEW and you got to train under Dustin Rhodes and along with all the other women at AEW and Yes. Everyone has taken a liking to you. You're such oh. a teammate. You're, you're a great colleague of, of not just mine, but all the women at AEW. Um, how has that been training with, you know, um, you know, you have Allie and Britt Baker, you have Nyla Rose and then Dustin Rhodes, who is, um, I love him to pieces. Me too. You're, you are just in this whole world of just all this knowledge and experience. I mean, that has to have be a lot of, uh, confidence building for yourself to see oh my gosh like now I'm, I'm training under Dustin Rhodes like what is going on in my life <laughs> right um absolutely like I was just um I just recently had realized that it was my one year anniversary with AEW so I went back and I watched my very first match there against Penelope Ford and I just like my mind was blown how different I look in the ring compared to now and I absolutely believe that's because of the training that we get to have there with Dustin. Like, it's just like, it's again, like he just, he, he slows you down and he, and he just reminds you like, Hey, knowing all this stuff is really cool, but what's going to really make you stand out? What's going to make you strong and like really engage the people. And he's so good with us on that. And then just taking like the most simplest things and helping us just crisp them up and make them look so fantastic like I love working with us and I'm working with all those girls like it's crazy to me because like these are opponents that I'm wrestling now that I probably because I've only been wrestling for like what is it 2021 so like four or five years so it's like these are opponents that I didn't think I'd be wrestling anytime soon and now I'm there weekly with them training with them working on psychology and in-ring work with them and then getting to have matches with them so that's really really cool 
and and just seeing the the love and the positivity in that women's division and, and how we all just want this to be one of the best women's division and we just want to put on really good matches and and remind people like you know we work just as hard we're we're, we're getting there we're, we're coming up so it's it's a great locker room to be in yeah you know i wanted to just let everyone know all my followers that follow the podcast i knew you you know when you just started and looking at through the year you have built your confidence you have added some face makeup you have evolved your character to this I mean, it's just keeps building in levels, you know, where you keep adding to it. And I've seen you just grow in this last year. And it's amazing to me how, um, you know, you've taken an opportunity. You show up every week on time. You're there before everyone else is. Uh, you're in the ring until they kick you out for training. <laughs> and, then, and after the training, you, you're you ready to get ready for your match that night. And if you're not in the match, you're, you're in the audience and you're rooting for everyone else. I mean, the <clears throat> perseverance that you have, Kylan, is such a true testament that you are hungry to be part of this company. And it's just, and people may not, people don't see that on TV because they just see in the audience or you have a, a match on Dark or Elevation, even Dynamite. I mean, it's just um, a, a true testament of the IC that you have the respect of this business. And it's just, um, how has your journey been from, what have you learned about yourself from day one till today of, of being an AEW? What's something that has, that you've evolved in personally? So <clears throat> to go back a little bit further than that, like, before I even got into wrestling, I, I tried a lot of different things like in college and stuff like that. Like I always had, my mom always taught us like, you know, if you, if you have a curiosity for something, try it that way. When you're 80 years old, you're not looking back going, Oh, what if? So, uh, as a child, like I always loved wrestling. I always wanted to get into it, but my mom and dad weren't crazy about it. So I was like, all right, let me respect my parents. So I went to college, I gave it the good old try. And I, I was in college for like six years, trying a bunch of different things. And it just wasn't like nothing, no matter how much I liked something, there was never passion for it. There was never like that moment when it got hard that every fiber of my being wanted to push past that difficulty of it and take myself to the next level. The moment I got into a wrestling ring, the moment I started training, no matter what injuries I was enduring, no matter what pain I was in, no matter how hard it got, I was just, I wanted it so much. And that's when I knew like, this was, this was the end game. This was, I was a lifer, you know? Um, so, so on the Indies, like I would literally just hop into people's cars, even if I wasn't booked, I would just hop into people's cars and I would, and I would go. And, uh, so I think when I got to AEW, I didn't think it was real at first because it all just, it happened very fast. Like, like, um, like all the work that I've been doing on the Indies was finally paying off. I was getting an op some opportunities on that, that year's WrestleMania week. So I was like, okay, it's happening. It's happening for me. And then of course, you know, COVID happened and slowly, but surely every promoter was like, sorry, but no, sorry, but no. And I was like, no, 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 no. So like, there was this um, sadness in me right before I got to, before I got reached out about AEW, I was like, I was like, it's all like, is this the universe's way of telling me like, nah, maybe not. But then of course, you know, Billy hit me up and he was like, Hey, like, I haven't heard from you about trying to come to AEW. Why, why is that? And I said, Oh, well, I didn't want to bug you. I didn't want to be one of those people. And he's like, nah, man, get your butt here. So, so <laughs> the, the moment I got there, I was like, 
this is the universe telling me it's giving me the opportunity. It's telling me that this is supposed to happen. So that's why, like when you see me there, that's why no matter what I'm doing that day, I'm going to give it 110% because, because this is my life. This is all I want. And, you know, for the first time in my life, there's, there's, there's no limitations for me. There's no, like, I, I can be, I can be lazy sometimes but when it comes to wrestling. Absolutely not. Like I'm, when I'm there, whatever I can get my, whatever opportunity I can get, I'm going to give it my all. So that, that's, that's why you see me the way I am. Like, I mean, I probably, I've only been home like twice in the last five years. And, you know, like I, re I remember like before I was being able to save having maybe like 50 cents in my bank account before I, I would get paid, but it was all worth it. Like I just, I did it because there was something in my heart that knew this was for me. And so that's why, that's why you see that hunger. And that's why I, I always refer to myself as like a, a survivor, a warrior, because it's just, it is, that's what I want. I, I see it. And please know it doesn't go unnoticed whenever I watch you, you know, around AEW. Now you have uh, been able to get involved with some pretty big people on AEW. I think you're one of the very few, well, you are one of the very few extras um, that have been seen on Dynamite. And it, that's quite a compliment, Kylan, that, you know, when yeah. I started seeing that you were getting booked on Dynamite, I was like, this is awesome because all your grit, all your work has been paying off. And you, and it doesn't just take that of showing up and being on time. Um, when you were told to be on Dynamite, you produced and you work really well. Um, you've been with, um, you know, how is it working? I mean, we work together with Nyla <laughs> And that was a lot of fun. How was that moment, yeah. Rose? I mean, I mean, you'd have to have been a little scared. I mean, I get scared the way she treats people in the ring. <laughs> and I know that we're opposites. You know, I'm a heel, you're a baby. But I mean, for it being my show, I just, I truly respect you and your work ethic. Oh. How was it with Nyla Rose? Tell us like a few words. That um, I love working with Nyla. I love, love, love it. You know, we're two big girls in that ring. And I, I told her, I was like, I love big girl matches. So I just, I love, I love putting matches together with Nyla. I love the way, like, like I'm always one of those people, like I could have, I could be putting a match together. And the thought that I have is probably completely wrong and not going to work out, but she lets you get it out of your system. And then she's like, that's great. So let's do this. Let's take that and morph it into this. And like, I just remember like listening to her and being like, oh, okay. So I feel like I learned so much from Nyla when we were in the ring together. And I don't mind taking those big bumps. I love that stuff. Like I'll catch my breath later. It's fine. <laughs> no, but I love, I love working. Plus I don't, I don't have opponents that can like yank me up like that very often. So when I do, it's just like, it's like riding a roller coaster. I'm like, whoa, okay, here we go. <laughs> You've been seen quite a bit with Big Swole and Red Velvet, and y'all are known as hashtag RSK. Um, yes. That has become a really fun, you know, thing to see on AEW. And you've proven that you have some dance moves that you can keep up with Swole and Red Velvet. How has that journey been with those two girls? It is really, so it was, it was very uh, ironic how that happened because like I knew Velvet from the Indies. I got to work with her on a couple of different shows. And then in between all of that, we always kept in contact. So that was one of my homegirls. I love her to death. Like I've known her for a few years now, even before AEW. And um, we always joked, like, 
hey, how fun would it be if we ever got to tag? Because she's, you know, she's a little girl and I'm a big girl. So like the combos that we can do together would be really fun. And then one day I showed up and they were like, hey, have you Velvet ever tagged before? And I looked at them and I was like, no, but we've talked about it. And they're like, okay, I think we're going to have you guys tag. And I immediately went and found her. I was like, you will not believe what this happened. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And I was like, right? So we got the opportunity to do that. And then they had her tag with Swole. And then, and then uh, I think it was, a, it might not have been the same week. I think it was a few weeks later. They were like, yeah, um, we're going to have a six man. We want it to be useful and velvet. And I was like, absolutely. Because Swole, again, is, is another person that I would run into on the Indies all the time. I never got booked against her. <laughs> but we would always be on the same shows or I would show up to a show that she was booked on. And if, anytime I had a match, she would always be there to watch. And she would always find me afterwards, like, girl, this was great. Work on this. Like, she was always, that's, that's why I call her Mama Swole. Because, like, even though she barely knew who I was, anytime she had the opportunity to help me out and give me some feedback, she was right there. And I would have my notebook and I would write everything down that she told me. So, so when they, when they paired us all together, I was like, this is kind of like full circle. This is really cool. Two girls that I really loved and had a lot of admiration for. And now they're pairing us together. And we didn't know if that was going to become a thing. Like we were like, okay, they're just, you know, they're just playing around, having some fun. And then it kept happening. They kept booking us all, all of us together. And, and whenever it was them too, they'd be like, all right, you come out with them, you know? And so we were like, all right this is something we're going to play with this. So we were like playing with the names and then we just, you know, obviously we took each of our names and we were like, Ooh, worth the risk. Okay. RSK, we got this. So, so that's why uh, I think it was two, two weeks ago, a week ago, two weeks ago that we finally announced our official uh, trio names. So RSK, yeah, it's been, it's been so fun. And I feel like they bring out a different side of me. Sometimes I can be very serious when I wrestle um, because of how passionate I am about it. Like, it's like no games, like I'm here to, to whoop some ass. And uh, yeah, so I feel like when I come out with them, they remind me like, yo, this is fun. And they bring out that silly side of me. And and yes, I, I did dance when I was in college. I was a part of a dance company. Not so much the kind of way that they did, <laughs> but uh, it's just like, yeah, I love getting into it. It's, it's I remember the first time we came out together, I was like, oh, I forget how to do this. But then each time we come out a little bit more and they bring a little bit more out in me. So I'm getting my groove back. It's my hips are moving a little better. <laughs> Great. You know, it's something that's really amazing about AEW that um, all the women just share knowledge and their experiences. And then no one's scared to just hold back and say, oh, I'm not going to let this girl know, you know what I know. I, this is what's so great about, even in training, you know, I, I love to work on character development. I love to say, hey, what about this or that? And it's just so great how to see the ladies, you know, wrestle together and sit there and, you know, say, Hey, this is your strong point and I'll do mm. this part, you know, and it's just, it's been really just fascinating to me to see how you've grown and take the criticism, use it, grow. And then we see you, you know, just evolving and it's just, it's just been incredible. And I'm so proud of you. And I keep saying that because a lot of people don't take that to their advantage. Yeah. Um, I, I love that about our women's division, honestly, because as like, it doesn't matter how good you are you're always learning and like I, I always joke too that sometimes it's it's crazy how like when we're watching wrestling we can notice and understand things as compared to when we are in the ring wrestling yeah. so the fact that we can constantly have that verbiage with each other and remind each other like hey like like you you always work this really really well 
But sometimes when you get into these moments, you forget about this. And we need those reminders because I, I will say this day after day, like I don't know everything and I never will. So I always need that constant communication with the people I'm wrestling with so I can, so we can evolve together because that's the way you grow. Like it's, it's never about egos. It's always just about growth. Like we all just want to be better. So I want to mention, we have a boyfriend named Trevor and he's just, (laughs) and you know, you know, a lot of women, you know, a lot of people will be dating a wrestler or they'll marry, you know, a wrestler. Um, How, I know he's wrestling too. How has that been uh, with that support system? Because that's really important, you know, whenever someone can have that partner to bounce ideas off or to hear their struggles or to come home and say, man, today was just such a hard day. And yeah. Yeah able to say i got you like you know talk to me because this business is really hard i mean there's just a lot of pros and cons that the ordinary nine to five guy wouldn't understand um and he's just he's so sweet and he treats you like a queen i have to say that because he just so he treats you so well how has that been having you know um a boyfriend and then introducing him to your family which we talk a lot backstage how has this been evolving since you've been in AEW and bringing Trevor along for the ride? It honestly, like, I don't think I could have gone through this past year without him. Um, it, to go, go back to what I said earlier, like, there's a long period of time where I was living. When I got my first opportunity, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to. And when he realized that, he said, no, we'll figure it out we'll get you there. And then like week after week, like I come home and I, I come back with my notebook and I tell him everything like, Hey, like, Hey, this is what went really great this week. This is what didn't go so great this week. Um, and then instantly, like we get in the car, we go to the ring and we work and he he's been in wrestling for, I want to say like a decade now. So he, he's got a lot more knowledge than I do. And like, I give him a lot of credit because I told him when we first started dating, I said, I said, I'm a big girl. And one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to get stuck in that role where I'm just expected to pick a girl up, slam her, pick a girl up and slam her. I was like, that's not me. I was like, I did, I did, I did martial arts for six years before I ever got into wrestling. So I love to go, you know what I'm saying? And I played sports my whole life. So I've always been very uh, agile and and mobile. And so I told him, I'm like, I don't want to just have one facet to my arsenal. I want to have all of it. Like, even if I don't get to use it all the time, I want to know how to do it. And from the moment I told him that, like he has every single time we're in that ring together, he just helps me as much as he can. He's even t- taught me some lucha stuff. I haven't gotten to showcase it yet. Probably won't for a long time, but it's just like, whatever he can help me with, he does. And whenever I need that support in any way, he's, he's there because he, he's been there. He knows how he knows how bad I want it. And he tells me all the time how proud he is of me. Cause I told him the other day, I was like, I don't think I could have done any of this without you. And he's like, maybe so he's like, but you're the one who did the work. So just keep that in mind. He's like, I'm proud of you. And I was just like, Oh, I need to hear that. So he's, he's my best friend and like, yeah. And get him getting to meet my parents. He was the first boy I ever brought home. So that was like, I was more nervous than he was. He was just like, ah, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, I don't think you understand. You're the first boy I've ever brought home. I'm so nervous that he's just like, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And sure enough, it was great. They loved him. So. All right, guys, I have some exciting news. I want to welcome Sensible Meals. 
as one of the newest sponsors of the Excuse Me podcast. I can relate to this company in so many ways, and I'm so thankful for them because the last thing that I want to do when I come off the road from All Elite Wrestling is to think about going to the grocery store and making meals for the whole week. And they take the stress out of everything. They are a meal prep service that provides fresh, affordable, chef-prepared, portion-control meals. Sensible Meals only uses FedEx to ship within the USA, and each shipment includes 15 meals, which includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're easy to travel for work. I don't think about it. I don't stress about it. I don't have to cook. I just pick a meal, heat, and enjoy. They also have choice of other meals, which includes extra protein, paleo, keto, or family portion meals. Guys, this means that you eat great for a whole week, and then they allow you on a Saturday or Sunday to have a margarita or have a piece of cake at a wedding. They give you that time to just enjoy your life, and then Monday morning, you get right back on to your meals. So I encourage all of you, go to EatSensibleMeals.com and use the promo code EXCUSEME10, and this code never expires. What? Excuse me? So let's all feel good together. <laughs> Give me your thoughts if AEW um, was to sign you. We, of course, we never know what, what their agenda is or what they're planning on doing. What would make? What would be your story, Kylan, to get signed with AEW? What does that mean to you? What does that solidify in you being in this business? Honestly, when when I started working with AEW, I was just trying to keep my career and my name alive in wrestling. Like I, I didn't have any expectations. I was just so grateful for the opportunity. So I was like, let me take full advantage of this, show up, say, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And just keep working and keep learning. And hopefully by the end of this, no matter what happens, I'll have a name for myself. Um, but AEW has given me so much more than that since I've showed up. They've given me it's, it's not just a place to come work. It's a, a place to come grow and just be a part of a family because everybody there just loves wrestling so much. And we just want to put on the best product. We love our fans and we just want to show up and show out every single week. Um, if AEW took the risk on me, huh, risk, see what I did there. If they took the risk on me and signed me, honestly, it would be the biggest blessing and the biggest gift in the world because you know, obviously every wrestler, their goal is to get signed somewhere to, to be a part of a, a bigger picture. And um, I just be able to grow with the woman even more. And just to see, I mean, like our division has grown so incredibly much in last year. So if I was able to, to stick around and be a part of that and be a part of that growth and be a part of the reason why people are like women's wrestling is awesome. That is the biggest thing for me because I've always been um, a big believer in women's wrestling. I remember watching it as a kid and seeing where it was then compared to where it is now. And it makes my heart so happy. And I just want to be a part of the reason why it becomes an even bigger thing. Um, so that that's, yeah, that's, that's my goal. That's what I would love to do with AEW if, if, if they take me on. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for you so much. Um, now, do you have any, uh, I know you just finished a mission pro wrestling this past weekend. 
uh, with Thunder Rosa, who's also at AEW. Uh, do you have any future bookings that you have scheduled that fans can go check you out? And besides watching you on AEW, Dynamite, Dark, and Elevation. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness! You you said that my brain my brain just blanked. I tried to. I think I just tried to create brain and blank in the same word. Um, I am, I'm with Mission Pro again in July. I want to say it's July 17th. They're actually coming to Jacksonville, Florida. They're doing this taco, Fest, taco festival show. I heard about and, uh, this. Yeah, I'm super excited um, because A, wrestling and B, tacos. I joked that I was going to come out in my entrance with tacos. Like I was just going to eat them. That might not be great for me in-ring wise. So I might maybe just like one bite, but I'm super excited for that. Um, oh my gosh. I've been keeping my, my indie bookings very limited right now, A, for safety, and B, just because, um, you know, the AEW schedule is, is crazy right now. So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't taking on too much too fast. Um, what is my well, How can promoters get a hold of you if they, for your email if they wanted to, you know, contact you for a future booking? Oh, yeah. Um, my email is uh, arielkk22 at hotmail.com. Um, if you, I have it on my social media sites, the email that you can reach me at. Um, I do, I have booked through my social media site. So if you reach out to me through Twitter or Instagram, um, I, I usually, or, or Facebook, um, I've taken bookings through there too. They're all under the same thing, Kylan King or at Kylan King. Um, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking to do a lot more stuff uh, to ride this momentum and, and keep that going. So hit me up, hit me up. That's awesome. Okay, we're gonna do some rapid questions so my fans can get to know who Kylan King really is in her personal life. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Favorite romantic movie. Um, a walk to remember. A least favorite ice cream flavor. Ooh. Um, Rocky Road. Would you sky jump or swim with sharks? Sky jump. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, people who don't use their, their blinkers to change the <laughs> They just swear right in there. It drives me nuts. What is your favorite meal that you would eat for a week straight? Favorite meal? Yeah. Um, probably tacos. <laughs> nice. That's, that's why I'm so excited for the taco festival. I love tacos. I need to check that out. Okay. If you became president for the USA, what would you do different in one day? Um, <clears throat> equality. Hey, I know that's a bit easier said than done, but that would probably be a big platform for me. You have a follower in me. I would follow you. Yes. That's yeah. Kylan, I just think the world of you. And I, I know we talked backstage, but I just publicly i'm really proud of the work that you've put in and i see your your grit and your perseverance and it's just it's just it speaks volumes and i'm really proud of you and i wish you so much success and i know there's big things going to happen for you and i just i love you to pieces oh you're gonna keep crying <laughs> i just thank you for being on my show i i i just I'll see you next week at AEW, but I just, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time out. Absolutely. Anytime. All right. Thank you, everyone. Follow Kylan King. Go to her social media. Uh, promoters, hit her up on her email. Book her. She's a fantastic talent.
and I and I am backing her up 100%. Thank you, Kyla. I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That's another amazing guest on the Excuse Me podcast. Thank you all so much for taking some time out to listen. want to remind you, if you want to give me any feedback, some comments, guest suggestions, Whatever you feel that I could improve my show, please email me at excusemevicky at outlook.com. And I am reading all the emails. I appreciate all the time that y'all take out to communicate with me. And once again, guys, this is Sayonara from the Excuse Me podcast. Be kind, love one another, and take care. And until next week, excuse me!